Hi, it's Connor Svensson here, founder and CEO of Web3 Labs. Welcome back to another episode of the Web3 Innovators podcast. In today's episode, I'm sharing a Web3 perspective. I'm a big believer in the premise and utility of Web3. However, I'm no speculator. If you want to cut through the hype and develop your own insights on Web3 and where we're heading, keep listening. Finally, if you like what you hear, please subscribe and leave a review. Weathering the storm. My blockchain's future lies beyond current criticisms. Off the back of the SEC's antics earlier this year, there's plenty of negative pieces questioning the actual utility of public blockchain networks and the cryptocurrencies powering them. There were a flurry of news articles that supported this narrative, with the Bank of America saying that regulatory uncertainty overshadows blockchain development. And even in the FT's The Next Web conference, They quoted, crypto's time has passed, surrendering its momentum to artificial intelligence or simply not recovering from its collapse last year. And if you really want to double down on the negative sentiment about the technology, you can follow developments that Web3 is going great, which curates all of the anti-Web3 rhetoric. Although, as argued by someone on Twitter recently, you could just as easily have a publication such as Businesses Are Going Great, which curates all of the negative scams that exist in the standard business environment as well. So in this example, you can argue Web3 is being treated as something of a scapegoat. Now, crypto prices may face some, but for any of the committed builders focused on blockchain and Web3 technologies, we've seen the same message time and time again. Mark Cuban addressed this scepticism about Web3 eloquently in a tweet when he said, My entire career has been telling people why the companies I started were ridiculous and not needed until they found themselves using them. There are countless innovations in the past that were originally discounted as useless or unlikely to catch on, from cars to online shopping, and I'm sure the naysayers will highlight just as many high-profile failures. Although trying to predict the future based on the past misses the point, we need to go back to the fundamentals. Our public blockchain networks are still working. We've not seen catastrophic failure of any public networks due to a failure of the technology. It is proven. Developers are still flocking to work on Web3. The numbers may have dipped below their all-time high, but there are still no signs of interest dwindling. This can be demonstrated by looking at our open-source Web3J library even, which surpassed 3 million downloads earlier this year, and is showing no signs of slowing down. It's also clear from the number of stars that the project's getting on GitHub, this number is just steadily increasing over the years. Whilst this represents just a fraction of possible sources I could be sampling from, I can confidently say there is still plenty of building activity taking place in Web3, and it's only if we see the developers starting to lose interest in the technology that it will fail to fulfill its ambitions. Web3 may not have yet had its ChatGPT moment, and it might not for a number of years, but that's okay. ChatGPT only became the hot property it has off the back of finding ever better ways to interface with its users. Just like Web3, large language models were a proven technology, but they only went truly mainstream once the user experience became significantly better and was able to work in a conversational manner with its users. It took years of refinement to reach this point, and no doubt we will see the same happen with the user experience for tokens and other Web3 native assets. Navigating complex blockchain data shouldn't hold you back. Introducing Chainlens Blockchain Explorer, your user-centric gateway to the blockchain universe. Unlike traditional explorers, Chainlens focuses on your needs. No more overwhelming blocks and transactions. We're all about your experience. Chainlens revolutionizes the way you see blockchain. With customizable lenses, you see what you want, when you want it. From tokens to NFTs, it's all at your fingertips. And guess what? 
you don't need to be a tech guru. Our clean interface and easy-to-use API make blockchain accessible to everyone. Say goodbye to cryptic hexadecimal and hello to a new perspective. Join the future of blockchain exploration. Visit Chainlens.com and experience the difference today. Chainlens, see the blockchain your way. As the saying goes, it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. The compounding effect of incremental improvements being delivered by teams now should not be overlooked. In the coming years, they will ensure the way in which we use blockchain technologies to power new types of online experiences or digital native asset classes will look vastly different a decade from now. The lack of regulation is the biggest problem facing crypto assets, especially in America, although things are better in other parts of the world, such as Europe and the UK. Until we have a regulatory framework in place that accommodates both cryptocurrencies and tokens, people will remain skeptical to scams which are offered using multi-level marketing techniques. With regulation in place, this becomes a barrier to some projects wishing to offer their token to investors. I'm sure Coinbase would be more than willing to adhere to regulatory requests here if they were reasonable and genuinely did protect users of their platform. This would ensure that people or companies simply cannot create a token and pay an exchange to list it. They would need to demonstrate it's more than just an idea and is underpinned by some tangible assets with real monetary value. Be that a real business or existing investments, without regulatory scrutiny, it makes it easier for scammers to take advantage of naive investors. There is a risk that the regulators may take it too far, as they did in the US with the accredited investor requirements to trade unregistered securities. This would keep cryptocurrencies and tokens out of the hands of a significant portion of the population, challenging the narrative of democratizing finance across Web3. However, the permissionless technology that sits at the heart of many public blockchains could potentially circumvent this, as it provides another option for users to interact with these ecosystems. This is where I believe a distinction will remain within Web3, where you have those businesses offering Web3 services in specific jurisdictions, there will be regulatory constraints they need to abide to. Think your centralized exchanges. Then there will be those decentralized applications that are fully decentralized, blockchain native services, which will require only an internet connection to access. The latter is where there will likely remain scammers and charlatans, but the important point is that people have a choice on how to engage with these services. They are not forced to use decentralized protocols with their greater technical complexity due to centralized exchanges being regulated out of existence. Instead, they have a choice of both options. The centralized exchanges will operate in a more regulated manner, offering protections to consumers and simplifying their experience to use Web3 technologies. This is analogous to how the interface to many internet protocols such as HTTP, POP and IMAP and FTP evolved into web-based services that provide a more user-friendly and accessible experience via web browsers and through services like Gmail and Dropbox. Blockchain technology, and crypto for that matter, is a significant technology that will have profound effects throughout our society. Yet it hasn't found its killer use case, but as long as the technical community continues to grow, big problems will be solved in time and this is the belief that keeps everyone building. Thanks for listening. That's it for this episode. I have one favour to ask. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit that subscribe button and leave a review. I provide these perspectives as I believe Web3 is the greatest innovation to emerge since the internet. If you want to get smarter about Web3, you can head to web3perspectives.com for more insights. Thank you.